Welcome to the Polk Experience. I'm your host, Kevin Smith. And I'm Jack Cormier. And today we're going to welcome in some new folks here in our in our sports tourism side. Alex Dry and Gerald Richardson are new to the team. And we're just going to take a few minutes and talk to these guys and find out a little bit more about them and what they're going to be doing here in Polk County as far as tourism and sports marketing is concerned. A little bit about their backgrounds, some things they're looking to do as we uh, come along, and just some good general conversation about sports and tourism and all those fun things that we like to celebrate here in, in Polk County. So I'll start with Gerald. I know, Gerald, you're a, you're a golfer. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you guys having me on today. Uh, grew up here in, in Polk County, was born and, uh, born and raised, haven't left. And uh, yeah, my background, you know, background is golf, and um, I'm a sports fanatic. So, so making this jump to, to Polk County sports marketing was easy. Um, kind of getting away from golf, which I've been in the golf industry the last 18 years, uh, but having to, the opportunity to stay in sports and, and do something that I'm passionate about and, and be engaged with, you know, a lot more than just just golf in general. But uh, you know, my wife, same thing, born and raised here, and I uh, got three kids and. Uh, had the opportunity to work with uh, Mark Jackson and Zimmerman and Neil for, geez, about 15 years uh, before before coming here with some stuff that we did where I was at, uh, you know, with the first tee, Lakeland, the YMCA Par 3, and great guys, and, and looking forward to my time here. Uh, but going back, yeah, my, my previous life before uh, two weeks ago was in the golf industry, and um, the past 15 years, the first tee of Lakeland, the YMCA Par 3, running the operations there and, and having the opportunity to impact a lot of youth in the county. Um, some youth who, who've come to us who are, you know, they're in the game of golf and they're playing and they're looking to continue those skills. But, uh, you know, for me, probably more importantly, impacting a lot of kids who've never touched a golf club and uh, putting something in their hands and, and opening the door for them. And it may be something that they, uh, you know, they come to us for six weeks from, you know, the Boys and Girls Club or the Housing Authority group, uh, you know, kids that have never touched a club, like I say. And, um, it, it may be something that they do for the first time and they may not do it again for you know 10 years down the road but they had that experience and they remember it and they can pick it up um, and hopefully something that can open doors for them so it's more than just competing it's really about uh, giving them some passion some guidance some opportunities to play sports so it's, it's really community focused on these kids that may not have other opportunities in life right yeah very much so and in, in the first T program which is uh, you know the YMCA par 3 is a you know nine hole par 3 golf course uh, practice facility as well but the first T was um, you know a, a part of what we did there but yeah the first T program is, is first and foremost a life skills program um, that's implemented through the game of golf, you know, the nine core values and, and those things, teaching kids how to meet and greet someone, uh, you know, the steps and process of that, that things that will impact them, uh, you know, for a lifetime, um, which is more than just swinging a golf club. Good. And it's amazing the community involvement in that program. I'm thinking of the um, couple of old golfers who, who volunteered their time over there. Andy Bean, Brad Bryant. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, oh, the one out of Mulberry. Bob Murphy. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, these guys are, are I mean, they don't have to come and, and, and spend time with the kids, but this is their way of giving back. Yeah. So, well, and it's great that uh, that we have a community that, that people will do that. I mean, it, when you transition from that to sports tourism and marketing, where everything's about the competition and bringing people in, we can't lose sight 
of what we really need to be attaching, which is a community element to all the things that we do. So hopefully that's going to be part of, when, of what you do is help us connect that community to the sports tourism side of what we bring in here. Yeah. It, and like I said, it's, um, you know, a, a lot of, of sports, whether it's, you know, whether it is golf or, or baseball, basketball, soccer, whatever it may be, there is that, uh, you know, live component really with, with all sports and, um, you know, with the, the youth aspect of, of growing and, and a lot of the events that, you know, that I see on our calendar and so forth, our youth events, um, that, you know, that's, that's part of it. It's, you know, having that lasting impact that, you know, a lot of people who played sports as a kid, you know, there was something they took out of it and helped them grow as an individual that, you know, that they continued through with life. Yeah, that's great. Welcome on board. Hey, glad to be here. And now, I'm sorry. No, no, glad to be here and, and look forward to uh, look forward to, to being a part of this team. Fantastic. Alex, Alex Dry coming to us from IMG Academy down in Bradenton. New, you started here, Polk County guy. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, once again, thanks for having me on. Um, happy to be here, happy to be a part of this organization and happy to be back in Polk County. Um, I think as, as many people from this area, uh, Polk County is, is somewhere that I relocated to from being born in Pennsylvania, but I've been raised down here in Polk County my entire life. And it's somewhere that it's, it's a place you just can't leave. So I uh, went away for college and uh, went to Florida State University in 2013, had some great memorable experiences there. Uh, got started in the sports industry by working for the FSU baseball team at FSU. So I had some great experience with that baseball team as well as watching a couple national championships uh, in, in football and a few other sports. And then getting the opportunity to really learn from some of the best people in college baseball, um, kind of propelling my career into that sports industry. From FSU, I had took all kinds of internships all over the all over the country that just taught me invaluable lessons, and that led to working for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, in their internship program in 2017 upon graduation, and it kind of just has jump started from one place to another over the last five years or so. Going from there, um, moving into working for Perfect Game Baseball um, up in Georgia and then down in Fort Myers for a few years, running baseball tournaments and showcases all over the country, specifically um, in Seminole County at the Boomba Sports Complex. So had the opportunity to really learn about the sports tourism industry in that sense of getting to figure out what what the sports industry really did for everyone around the country and having that opportunity to run those baseball tournaments that were bringing thousands of youth athletes um, anywhere from eight years old to to guys who are about to be drafted it was a great opportunity to to have that opportunity to really develop tourism while running great events that led me to um, really wanting to get further into that tourism side and, and I love that side of it creating heads and beds getting people to the local areas and, and developing not only the tourism side of it but also just the sports side um, bringing events to small towns all throughout the country it gives those small towns an opportunity to get involved in those national events so it, it led me to taking opportunity at IMG Academy over uh, just about two years ago um, in a very similar capacity to what I'm doing right now and just wanting to learn how to get into the sales side of sports tourism 
all with the end goal of, of getting here to Polk County to to do the exact same thing of, of getting tournaments, getting showcases, getting uh, large organizations to impact my hometown and impact Polk County. So that's led me to to be where I am today, and I'm I'm very excited about it. Yeah, this is going to be it's going to be great. I mean, you've had some experience working on both sides of the of the uh, aisle, so to speak. Now you've you've worked for Perfect Game where you're selling events. You've worked for um, you know I. AMG, where you're bringing events in on both sides of that. Which one uh, would you say that, I won't say which one do you like better, but what did you learn from both of those that kind of get you, got to where you are today? Yeah, so it's it's an incredible experience of being on both sides, and that's really, it gave me the opportunity to understand what pieces of each side I liked. And one of my favorite pieces, if you're, if you're going on favorites, is just developing that tourism side and on both sides of it you have a you have a a part in that whether you're the rights holder with perfect game and being the deciding factor of hey i'm going to bring this tournament that's going to bring 100 teams bring 2,000 room nights to an area and work directly with the athletes work directly with the coaches from all over the country and i'm going to bring that all to seminole county or polk county or uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So it, it's you get to make those decisions. You get to really truly have that direct impact of that final decision. Um, and then working on the other side of it at IMG Academy, um, definitely a, a, a very unique um, a unique place. It, not many places in the country like it down in Bradenton. They do a little bit of everything, operating their own events, um, hosting events, having a boarding school, having camps. So they do everything. So learning at IMG Academy gave me the ability to see both sides of having those managed events ourselves, but also bringing in people to use those state-of-the-art facilities down there. Um, so working on that sales side of it, knowing what the right holder wanted, gave me the opportunity to be at IMG, understand what those rights holder wanted and bring them to us, um, which then led me to here, kind of understanding both sides now, understanding what the right holder wants, what the facility needs, what the uh, county and the and the hoteliers and, and the just general public can get out of this sports tourism. Um, each piece of it has been uh, an incredible lesson for me. A matchmaker. Exactly. Exactly. Go. So, Gerald. Um, what markets are you going to be handling here in Polk County? What are, what are some of the things that you're going to be working with? Yeah, uh, predominantly male field sports, uh, you know, football, uh, soccer, rugby, uh, lacrosse. Those are, are kind of the prom, uh, prominent sports uh, with, with the field, uh, field sports that I'll be, be over. Okay. And have you um, had an opportunity really to kind of get out and see some of the facilities yet? Or will you be kind of going out and checking those out as you... Get yeah, to know them a little bit better. Yeah, a little of both. Um, yeah, I've been around um, to most of the locations. You know, being from Polk County, I know a lot of the venues, but I've had the opportunity to go around and and see some of the venues that I uh, was not familiar with. And uh, you know, it, it's very impressive. Uh, you know, I, I think with Polk residents would be probably surprised just as much as I was in regards to some of the ones that I was not familiar with and what we have here in Polk County. It's uh, you know, it's very impressive with you know turfed fields to artificial. Uh, turf fields and, and the variety and locations throughout the county. 
county. Um, that, you know, it's not just a, we're, you know, one little town in Lakeland or, or Winter Haven. It's, you know, massive throughout the, throughout the county and, and, and the options that are available. I think a lot of people are impressed when they come out here to Lake Myrtle in Auburndale and they see the, the sports complex. And I think, Alex, you're going to be doing baseball. Mm-hmm. And you're doing the field sports. You got both of those located right here at Lake Myrtle. I think people are impressed with this complex. What do you? I mean, what do you guys feel about that, Alex? Yeah, I mean, the, the complex here is incredible. Um, it's it's not often you find natural fields that that are are this nice um, throughout the country. I mean, everybody is is popping up sports facilities left and right, but having one right here in our own backyard uh, with with this high of quality that that can serve the local area, but also serve the the tournaments and show showcases coming in from all over the country. Um, I've been to a lot of different facilities throughout the country and, and this one is right up there with every, with the best of them. So, um, it, it does have, uh, pretty much everything you need in a facility and, and being right here, centrally located in Polk County, that's one of the biggest items is you have a great facility and then you have other set, you have several other great facilities right around it. And that's, that's the biggest, um, the biggest thing people look for when they bring events to, to areas. When you look at an area like Winter Haven, I mean, that's the one that I always go back to and I tell people it's perfectly situated. You've got the four fields there, soon to be upgraded, redone, however you want to put it. But also, the area has a history of tourism. So you've got all the restaurants, all the hotels, all the other things to do, you know, where it's, it's, so it's a complete location. It's, it's, you're not just, it would be the equivalent to, to, you know, having a baseball tournament in Clearwater. It's a complete location. You've got tourism things set up, things for the kids to do when they're out, you know, when the tournament ends, which, uh, you know, being a volleyball dad, that's a big deal, right? So you had, you, you finish your, 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 four games that day and the girls do not want to go back and sit in a room they want to go out and so then you gotta you have to have shopping you've got to have a bowling alley you've got to have all those different things Winterhaven has that which i that to me is 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 an easy sell oh it's it's unbelievably uh set up i mean i grew up going to indians games at at the chain and ever since then i've always thought we need to get activities back at the chain more often. Obviously, Russ Matt is there. Several other events are there, and they take advantage of that perfect setup. But when I've been to several facilities throughout the country, you often end up in a, a very, very small town that they decided to put a few fields on because there was plenty of room, or you end up in a very busy commuted area, um, which both of them have their advantages. But when you get the best of both worlds and having a city that has a Chick-fil-A and walking distance and a Starbucks, Panera, bowling alleys, hotels, all of that within walking areas of your facilities, but also not in an area where you're going to sit in traffic for an hour and a half trying to get off of I-4 to get to your facility. And you can stay at that hotel and get there within minutes. That's what that's what parents look for. They everybody's obviously doing this for their kids. They're bringing their their young athletes to to get better, to develop, to be with their friends. Uh, but the parents also have to use that as their week of vacation. So they don't want to just go anywhere and, and be in the middle of nowhere. They want to be somewhere where they can have enjoyment and 
Winter Haven, Auburndale, Lakeland, it, it has all that. Um, whether whether people from outside realize it, I, I think that's why so many people come to Polk County thinking, oh, we're going to Florida. And then they're like, wait, this is Polk County? But nobody ever leaves because yeah. there is so much here to offer. You know, I, I, I'm impressed with Alex. He's only been here for five days, yet he hit every sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on right on, cue. Right on cue. Very nice. Well done. Well done. So we're going to stay on the air for at least the third season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yet to be seen. That's yet to be seen. So, Gerald, in your travels, and I know working in the golf industry and now you're kind of transitioning over to this, what are some of the key things that you'd like to have people know about Polk County and, and when you start selling the destination to people outside? What are some of the key things you're going to try to, you know, trans, translate over to them so they would be interested in coming here? Yeah, it's it, it, Alex kind of hit on. Sounds a little bit like your interview yeah. too, didn't it? <laughs> Alex hit on uh, some of the things, but you know, just the location. You know, it's not the, you know, it's not the, the the Orlando or Tampa where you're in traffic for you know 45 minutes just trying to get you know 10 miles down the road. Uh, but you know, centrally located between the two, easy to get to uh, from the airport. But the the things that are offered here in the county with, you know, with Legoland, uh, with Bok Tower, with, you know, Safari Wilderness, there, there's just so many different opportunities to get out. And, and it's not just your, hey, let's go to uh, ride go-karts. It's not, hey, let's go, you know, yeah, you brought up bowling, but there's so many outdoor things, uh, you know, with the, the, the lakes here, 554 lakes, the trails, the, the community has really done a fabulous job offering a, a wide variety of different things. It's not, like I said, it's not just your, hey, where you're stuck going to an amusement park or, uh, you know, you have to go shopping. There's no, uh, you know, there's no outdoor features here. Here there is. There, there's tons of things to do. It's not, uh, it's, it's just the variety and the location that, that we offer. Well, you, we're kind of coming to the end of the Olympics now. And, and I know that uh, for a long time, Polk County, has been uh, very involved with bringing you know, teams in here to train and travel. We've had the U.S. women's uh, softball team in here two times. Now that uh, lacrosse has become uh, a recognized Olympic sport, uh, how do you think that's going to impact us moving forward? Yeah, no, looking forward. You know, with lacrosse, we have that opportunity uh, that, that's coming up with the with Pan Am, <clears throat> with Pan Am, and I think there's hopefully going to be some opportunity there with the new uh, kind of a new style of lacrosse that they're trying to integrate. It's and, sevens, isn't it? Uh, six, 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 yep, six yeah. on six. See, I was giving them an extra. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little different, but uh, you know, hopefully that's something that that uh, will will come to fruition and we'll be able to uh, kind of tout that, that, you know, we are the home for for uh, sixes and, and kind of where it started. And they're shooting for 28, I think, it's, I read somewhere. Yes, that is correct. They're shooting for 28 to, to make it in Los Angeles. So that'll be great as that program starts to build and hopefully right here out of uh, Polk County and Auburndale, uh, you know, those Olympic rings up on the side of the building would be really nice, I think. I think Mr. Jackson probably already sketched them out. <laughs> well, and, and you know we're 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 a lacrosse hotbed to begin with the the just the Central Florida area where we have so much lacrosse going on, different teams, different clubs, different. I mean, it's it's as involved as you know club baseball or 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 even club hockey. Um, so lacrosse has grown amazingly, male and female. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, with with lacrosse, it's it's one of the most up and coming sports at IMG Academy. We brought in a ton of lacrosse tournaments and showcases and everything else to that area. And one of the biggest parts of it is just the the demand in Florida is greatly growing. Um, but just like baseball, you can play this sport all year long and it's the perfect uh it has spring training you need fall sports and you can't do that where lacrosse is most prevalent but it's gaining that ground here in florida so it's bringing a lot of that demand up from the northeast out west where where lacrosse is so big and now that there's so much talent here in florida it's kind of a perfect melting pot for lacrosse because um it, it is one of those up-and-coming sports and and they're there's so much room for growth. Um, the, the lacrosse industry, it is very similar to that travel baseball, but at the same time, the organizations are, are much younger than those, those travel baseball organizations in terms of what they've been doing and how long they've been doing it. Um, and at what magnitude. So, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for that. So I'm excited to see, um, Gerald bring in those events and, and see what those can bring into the area. Um, they're very good events for economic impact and, and what they provide to that local local development. Well, you know, and, and you know, Alex, you're going to be working in baseball, softball, which is more of a traditional sports that we host here. We do a lot of baseball tournaments, a lot of softball tournaments, but there are still some aspects of baseball and softball that we still aren't into, like the international markets and some other things that you and I'll be working on. Uh, as we get into that. So as as Polk County begins to expand our, our marketplace and we start looking at new facilities and, and opportunities, um, how do you think that's going to open up for us to, to host different types of baseball events, maybe some nationals, some, some uh, larger types of events? Yeah, the great thing about baseball is it is a very small world. Um, every every time I've worked in any of these organizations, uh, it's unbelievable the amount of people that know other people. And, and that's a great part about it is as we start to host events bigger and bigger every year, I mean, that's how uh, – things travel in the sports world is that word of mouth and us hosting great events year after year and, and getting different partners um, that we've already had and then increasing those partnerships with organizations like the one that I came from with Perfect Game. Um, that international market is is talking to everyone here domestically and, and saying, hey, where is the best place to go? Um, and it, it, word travels fast. So as we continue to host these large events and have the opportunity to get them in here, uh, they're going to continue to just develop and, and get that word of mouth going. And I think before we know it, there'll be more and more international teams hearing about Polk County. And, and that's really all it takes is um, it's not easy to, to tell every international baseball team throughout the country about Polk County. Um, they, they hear Florida and they hear um, the United States, but getting them here specifically, um, just getting them here. That's where it all starts, because once they get here, they're not going to go anywhere. So we were talking earlier about the hoteliers and and this year, you know, coming from IMG must have been uh, sort of a different year because it's you had the pandemic. Now, I assume it, it affected business there as it did with everyone else. And I know here locally we had you know more than one who who told us, if, especially where Polk County opened early, that if we hadn't opened when we did, they probably would have kept their doors closed and and be out of business right now. So. What was what was it like without telling too many IMG secrets? What was it like down there through the pandemic? 
Yeah, I had a pretty interesting experience as I started at IMG about four months before the pandemic. So I really started getting geared up and ready to roll right as it hit. Um, and IMG, just like everybody else throughout the world, lost a lot of business in the sports tourism. But luckily for them, they have a uh, they have a great um, business model and they, they've moved forward pretty rapidly hosting the WNBA season, uh, which was a huge plus for them. Uh, but just in general, we uh, at IMG got a push going in the fall to just immediately start hosting events again. Similar to here in Polk County, Bradenton was aggressive, but safe. They, they did everything we needed to do, but also took the opportunities to get groups in that wanted to continue running their events. And we took full advantage of that and made sure that they had a safe place to play. Um, so obviously it was a huge plus for all the hoteliers there in the Bradenton area and the Sarasota area, because sports really is recession, recession proof. It, it does whatever, um, at any time it, you're going to have sports events. It, it's always ready to go. Um, so those hoteliers were dependent on us as people weren't coming into the beaches. They weren't coming in to travel to Bradenton for other reasons. So us hosting those large sports events got people in and got people in the hotels. Um, IMG is a little different. Uh, we actually had a hotel on campus that we owned and operated as well. So coming not only impacting the hoteliers locally, but I had a responsibility to fill our hotel at IMG. And the only way that we could really make that happen was through sports events. So it, in a time that looked very dreary, uh, we, we were able to come out of it with having a very strong year, probably a record year in that groups and events department at IMG Academy. Um, and I think a lot, of, a lot of destinations who have realized that they can take advantage and be aggressive as long as they do it in a safe manner, they've realized, hey, we can take full advantage of this and, and really move forward and continue to host these great events. And Gerald, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, a trip you made out west. So tell us about taking the, uh, the player from Lakeland to Pebble Beach. Yeah, yeah. Jack and I uh, kind of got talking uh, his history with Pebble Beach, and, and we were talking. And the first tee uh, as a national co-sanctioned event with the Champions Tour, the, the senior PGA Tour, as, as a lot of people reference to, but uh, where they have the event every year out at Pebble Beach and they uh, – 78 first tee juniors around the country are selected to be paired with a champions tour player and the opportunity to go out to Pebble Beach, all expenses paid. And for us, our first first participant uh, through the years now, I think we've had six that have been selected uh, since we opened in uh, 06. But, you know, he was a, a junior who actually lived less than a half a mile from our facility um, in a um, developed community. But he had, had never touched a golf club, never really seen golf and, and started walking up to our facilities. When we first opened, we had a computer lab. So, uh, you know, it was something for him to come in, play some games on some computers and so forth. Uh, but had the opportunity to, okay, transition him out to the course and, and start playing and kind of fell in love with the game and um, applied and was selected and, and had that opportunity to travel with him out to Pebble Beach. Uh, but to see someone who, you know, had never touched a golf club and then less than about three, actually it was, it was little, just a little more than three years, had the opportunity to now travel to, to Pebble Beach, uh, kind of one of the top destinations in golf. And uh, not only that, but he had never 
never flew on a plane ever never oh, been out of the wow. state of florida yeah uh, much less been on a plane but never out of the state of florida <laughs> but have that culture shock yeah a little bit a little bit um but to have that opportunity that you know if, if we would not have been planted into that community um, and, and the revitalization of that par three golf course that Mr. George Jenkins built back in the fifties. If that would have never happened, uh, there would have been a lot of opportunities that, you know, youth in our County uh, would have missed out on. And, and, you know, that's just one example of, of the impact of that. And, you know, he's, at, he's actually uh, talked to him eh, a couple years ago, but uh, as I mentioned, that was first time out of the state, first time on a plane, and he is actually now a, um, a stewardess on, on, I think it was for American Airlines. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Enjoyed so, that flight. Uh, yeah, yeah, he enjoyed it. And, um, you know, so so that's what he's doing now. But, uh, you know, that opportunity to go out with, with one of the youth at that time to, to a place like Pebble Beach and, you know, as myself being the caddy for him out that way. But, uh, you know, just go to a venue like that really opened his eyes and, and you know, set his future up for it shows the power of sport in general. I mean, you know, you, you take a kid from, uh, you know, that's not the best neighborhood right there around within walking distance of first tee and, and then, and then show him the world, you know, the world opened up to him and gave him opportunities yeah. he wouldn't have otherwise known about. And if he hadn't had those opportunities, who knows? He may not that there's anything wrong with it. He may be backing at Publix or, you know, or, or, you know, taking the cards out of the parking lot at Home Depot. Instead, he's working on an airplane. Yeah. So, so the power of sport to open up yeah. the world, and not just in sports, but in other opportunities. Presents yeah. great opportunities for these kids. One thing, you know, golf was one of the first things to open back up during last year. You know, how someone determined, and it's like, all right, you know, golf is okay. Yeah. Let's go yeah. play golf. Yeah. Golf yeah. is fine. I did enjoy the fact that you could only have one to the cart. Because it really did cut the game down. It went yeah. from four hours to two. And if you play like I did it, you know, hour and a half because, you know, I'm losing balls. I just throw another one down and hit it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it really did uh, impact the game. I think the golf industry had yeah. its highest yield. Yeah, it was, you know, if, if uh, not saying there was, there's been anything great with COVID by any means, but, uh, you know, COVID and and. The golf industry has totally revitalized it and, and brought up a huge year. As you said, it was, you know, a record year across across the country uh, and not even just the country, you know, internationally as well as, you know, when, when with COVID everything, um, golf is an outdoor sport you can do outside and, you know, people were dying looking for those things. Um, to do outside, you know, fishing, boats, yeah. um, RVing, all those, all those outdoor adventures were up and, um, you know, golf really, really capitalized on that. And, you know, as you say, being able to have your own cart was, was something people wanted to yeah, do like, to do before COVID. And now, Hey, it's just a reason to have my own cart. And, and when they went back play. to it and we were, we're playing out, uh, I think we were playing at <laughs> Innisbrook. Okay. And, uh, they had, Oh, we're going to put this guy with me. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, 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 playing by yeah. myself is good. Yeah, but it really did. I mean, I knocked eight, I literally knocked eight strokes off my game last year. Yeah, because yeah, nothing else to do. Yeah, go play golf. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, this has been great getting to know you guys, and and uh, we look forward to hearing from you again. We're going to be talking more. Um, you know, being part of the the team here now at uh, Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing, and now being immortalized on the uh, Polk Experience Season Two, Episode Two. 
um, for those of you who are listening. Um, we really look forward to, to hearing from you more and, and appreciate you being on, on the show with us. Alex, Gerald, thanks for being here. Thank you, guys. Glad to uh, have the opportunity to sit down with a couple of uh, legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> legends. That's good.